Zero hours. Catherine Mather. Ow! Zero hours. Hello and welcome to Zero Hours Podcast with me, Catherine Mather, where I talk to comedians and creatives about the best and worst jobs they've done to get by. Today I'm joined by comedian Josh Jones. Hello. Hello. Are you well? <laughs> yes, I'm good, thank you. Well, no, I've just told you I'm hungover, but I'm fine. <laughs> we did too much pre-chat, completely forgot to record it all, uh, and now I want to go over it again word by word. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying to Catherine that I saw my favourite porn star in the street and um, I've not watched porn since because it kind of ruined it for me because I was like, oh, it's just a bloke and he wasn't as, yeah, he was smaller than me and he had bad jeans on. And I was like, oh, this has ruined everything. So that's what you've missed out on. That's, it's heartbreaking, that, isn't it? Yeah, it's heartbreaking. It's, it's sad. <laughs> you ever had sex so bad it's turned you asexual it's <laughs> like that <laughs> is that no that can't have happened that's not happened to people has it no mm. I, I think they're just asexual and then and, and yeah. did some fucking yeah 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 probably yeah that's i think that's i think that's the way i think the pressure of life like how when gay people have like girlfriends and stuff beard. that's yeah that's a weird job. <laughs> what being a beard? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is a it beard, a job? I, I, I don't. I, I imagine someone's been a beard for hire. Like, will you? If I pay you money, will you be my girlfriend at my brother's wedding? That's a job. I'd do that. Yeah, sounds great. Oh, I think it'd be great. Yeah, I'd just go and big someone up so much. Yeah, I would. I would love to be someone's pretend boyfriend for a day, and they have to pay me. Hmm. Free yeah. bar. Yeah. If it was like one of those things where they um their their ex is at a party and they're like, Oh, I need to walk in with someone else, I would love it. And I'd be an absolute bitch to the ex. Yeah. For an ex. I was like, give me an extra twenty quid and I'll be an absolute bastard. I'll uh, I'll I'll trip over with a glass of red wine. <laughs> oh yeah, all, on yeah, all over their outfit. Oh my god, yeah. that would be great. Yeah. Mm, yeah, early doors as well. Yeah. And I, I just like, yeah, just I just keep giving them all evil looks. Yeah, yeah, just just ask them really uncomfortable questions all the time. Would would you be would you be would you do that for money? If a friend was like hundred quid, will you be my girlfriend to piss off my ex girlfriend just for a day? Yeah, would you do it. I yeah. would do it <laughs> in a heartbeat. <laughs> I think it would be great. It'd be such a fun day. Yeah. Right. So shall we start a business? <laughs> Yeah, we should do that. It should be great. <laughs> Kath and Jay's pretend relationships. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be banging. Uh, um, I mean, we should probably get down, you know, get down to what the people paid for. Um, yeah. what, what's, what's your worst job ever been? I've had, like, so many jobs. <laughs> Everyone been, says that. <laughs> and I, I've been sacked a lot of times. <gasps> Yeah, I, um, I don't believe it. Yeah, no, I have. I um, I God's worst job. God, I've I've just got loads. I was a charity mugger. Do you know one of those people in oh, the streets yeah. begging for money to um to try and save the deaf kids? Mm. Um, and it was quite hard because it was like it was like twelve pound minimum a month. 
in the north of England. And it's like, if you don't have a deaf kid, trying to ask people to give that sort of money is hard work. And we'd be like on the same street as the cancer research people. So we had no chance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got sacked from that job because I'm a big Saran Jones fan. Right. right. Do you know? The, yeah. You know, yeah, obviously, she's the best actress in the world. And I um, I was outside the Arndale Centre and she just walked, she walked like past me with, um, she had like bags from Selfridges and she was in a pencil suit. She looked, she looked great. Oh, she and, was. Yeah, she, she looked, she just looked fab. And I like, went to speak to her just to do the pitch, realised it was her, froze in the street and looked at her like a weirdo. And she walked away, like, smiling, like, ah. and it, <laughs> it was really awkward. And then I, like, dropped the clipboard um, with people's, like, personal details on it, ran to the Arndale Shopping Centre toilets, cried for about 15 minutes, fo- phoned my dad and was like, oh, I've just seen Saran Jones, then ran outside and said to my manager, I have to go home. Like, I can't I can't possibly work. I'm in hysterics. And he was like, if you go home, you're sacked. And I was like, well, I can't work. And then I got sacked for that, which is wow. quite bad. Yeah, that's quite bad. I reckon, though, that you're in a position where you you and Saran will be in a green room somewhere together again. I I've I've thought about this. If I if I ever met her, I think I'll kill myself <laughs> in front of her. Where so yeah, I, I I don't think I could have an actual conversation. I don't I've been, I I don't know. I don't think I could have a, a conversation about. Um, do you know Nikki works at the Frog and Bucket? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, when I was leaving to, when I was moving to London for a present, she got me a framed photo of Saran Jones and it's in, <laughs> it's in my bedroom right now. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> I'm obsessed with her and Bette Midler. If I see either of them, I'm, I'm going to just break down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that'll be really comfortable for everybody involved. <laughs> yeah, I think they would enjoy it. <laughs> Can you imagine being them, though, having to deal with that? I know. Just a weird gay mank guy, just like, ah, Saran! But we went to the same college, and we've got the same last name, and we're yeah. both from, like, similar parts of Manchester, so it's like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're basically related. We're basically the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely going to happen. Yeah. This is so big-headed, but when I was at college, right, bear in mind I was, like, 17 so forgive the big-headed knobheadness of this but there was like a poster of the alumni and it was so it was Oldham College and it had (gasps) um, I went to Oldham College did you yeah both of them no oh did you so you did you did you do a b-tech and a A level yeah why well I don't know I didn't want to get a job (laughs) which one did you prefer b-tech Oh my god, it was so good! I did the B Tech, obviously, because I only had two GCSEs. But I did it, so I did the B Tech. And what did you do there? Uh, entertainment Technologies. It was all like the theatre stuff. Yeah, so you could have done my like tech. What year was you there? Oh my god, what year was I there? I was there from maybe like twenty twelve. Oh, I, 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 I got. I went to uni at twenty twelve. 
Right. So we we just missed each other. Oh God. Yeah, but but Saran went to our college. No way. That's so she, cool. She, she did, and so did Jane Horrocks. Do you know who did Little Voice? Yeah. And she she was in Chicken Run. Yeah, of course. And and there's a there's a on the on the corridor there was like photos of them on this billboard. It was like you know, the famous alumni billboards. And I remember standing in front of it with my friend being like, I'm going to have my photo <laughs> <laughs> right next to Saran's. Yeah, the Grange Arts Centre. <laughs> yeah. That was quite a good theatre, though. It's in the round. Yeah, yeah, it's a great No, theater. No way you did. I can't believe that, Catherine. I know, that's so cool. Our yeah, lives like... are so interlinked. Yeah, isn't it weird? Yeah. It's good, like, the resources that they threw into that, very... Very good. Yeah, like Oldham, obviously, is quite like a deprived area. Mm. And, um, yeah, like, the college is amazing. But I I went back there recently, and then it's like, because of, like, government, this is, sorry, this is, like, getting really political. But because of, like, government cuts and stuff, they've had to, like, smash a load of courses into one. So it seems like quite hard work. And they've had to, like, get rid of some of the teachers. So the teachers who were there are, like, doing double the work. Yeah. Just sad because it's such a good college. But anyway, sorry to make it de- <laughs> depressing. No, no, it is. It was really good. We went because we we went from Rochdale, so it was like <gasps> older. Yeah. How glamorous um, the nightlife! Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I I was going from Manchester to uh, like I was traveling from Manchester to Alden. Yeah. So I I was going for me. I was going back in time, and you. Were- <laughs> You were coming forward. Being dragged into the future. <laughs> yeah. For me, I was like, wow, this is, is this what the 80s was like? Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever go to that chicken shop where uh, they had, it was on the market and they'd do you a bag of chicken bits yes, for a pound? Yes, 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 I did. I also, if, God, let's just talk about our time <laughs> yeah, at Oldham College. <laughs> I used to love walking into the town centre and um, do you know the burger van that was yeah. across from like the McDonald's? That was, I don't eat meat anymore, but I still think about those burgers from that burger van. You know Quite what? Up. Quite they often. were so cheap and they were so good. Yeah, they were like a pound or something. I don't know, yeah. but it was so. Yeah, it was so. T- I lo- I loved college so much. Oldham okay. College. If anyone from here is at Oldham College, listen. Well done. I. It's the best college in the world. Yeah, you have hit the jackpot. Fucking yeah. Right. And then all the people doing the A levels look down on you because it's like. Oh, like, are you so stupid? You're just doing B-Tech. And it's like, yeah, but I, I do hardly any written work and I just get to dance about a room all day. Like, that's yeah. great. I just get to have fun five yeah. days a week and not do exams. I mean, when it came to going to university and having to write essays, they didn't prepare me well for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, you know, I had fun. Yeah. And, and I had an extra year at Oldham College because I had to do a foundation um, course because I didn't have enough GCSEs yeah so I, I had three years at that place loved it and I got to go back like a year ago to like speak to the kids oh my <sighs> god I loved it I felt so wise oh my god that's my dream <laughs> yeah it was amazing it was my dream yeah. I loved it what did you say to him I was just like you know they was just they was asking me like loads of questions and then like how to get into comedy and I was just answering it pretending I know what I'm going on about <laughs> and I was like oh my god yeah I'm so wise and wonderful and it was like ha 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 <laughs> I loved it 
Oh, yeah. That's, did you have to, like, prepare it or did you just do it on the fly? No, I just went in on the fly. It's still my, 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 like, my favourite teacher is now, like, the head of the course. And she's, like, really, really good. Um, So I just went in and basically just, it was kind of chill. Went in with her. And then one of my friends who went to, who was in my year at the college, is now teaching at the college. So, so, um, so, yeah. And then we did that. And then we went to the pub. And they did, like, oh, no. So I spoke to the kids in the day. And then the teacher was doing, like, a night acting class for like adults in Oldham um so then I so then I um stayed and um helped her with a a thing and um we did like a big Q&A yeah I loved it I loved it I felt it made me feel like Madonna yeah like oh my god I've got so much wisdom to give did you um book in union as well pub yes yeah, we did. I, I did all the pubs, but to be honest, like, um, cause, cause I lived closer to Manchester. Like some of the people, you know, lived in like Rochdale or whatever. But cause I lived in closer to Manchester, a lot of the times I'd be like, I might just go out in town. Cause no offense, but Oldham is <laughs> not great. <laughs> like, no, it was, it was fine. It had a charm. It was charm. <laughs> it was charming. It didn't. <laughs> It had, um, like, I went to, like, Liquid and oh, yeah. um, um, there was a nightclub where there was, like, four different rooms. Um, Tokyo's, and, yeah. Yeah, Tokyo's. <laughs> had some nights out in Tokyo's. But it just cost me well more money to get home than it did um, yeah. at me. Yeah. Um, I had a friend who went to see five at Liquid and they're now oh. two. Oh, really? <laughs> two, two men dancing. I am... I was doing a gig and it was so random as I was walking to the gig. I thought, where was it? It was somewhere like Leicester and it was like their pride, but it was just like in a fucking car park basically. And as I was walking past it, I, the Venga boys were on stage. No. And I was like, this is so weird. Yeah. The Venga boys, <laughs> that was only the other week. Yeah. Steps are back. What's going yeah. on? I don't understand. They were literally in an like the arena last night, like there. Yeah, they're doing they're doing full arena tours again. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, well done. Get the money. Yeah, I'd do it. Yeah, me maybe me, you and Saran and Jane Horrocks can do like a um a, a little tour, Oldham College <laughs> tour. The celebrities that Oldham College has produced. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Like... It a name is Jane Horrocks, isn't it? Do you yeah. know what I'm going on about? No, I'll be honest, I pretended to. But I you know was embarrassed who Sar- that I didn't. <laughs> you know who Saran Jones is? Yeah, yeah, Karen McDonald, Dr. Foster. Yes, yes. <laughs> I always think of Scott and Bailey, but sorry, yeah. so that, sorry, that was such a really weird tangent. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I just had no idea you went there. <laughs> no, that's that's really uh that's cool. I think uh, anybody that isn't from Oldham and the surrounding areas will have turned off by now, but I don't yeah. care. They can no. fuck themselves. Yeah, frankly. who cares? Yeah. This you is, heard me. This is the Northern episode. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Pandering to you, Southerners. Yes. Um, <laughs> so you got fired from chugging. Yes. What What yeah. else have you been fired from? Do you want every firing? All every of them. Firing. All We've right, got okay. time. Right, so my first firing, well, I got my first job when I was 14 and I was working in a chipper. 
right? And okay. um, yeah, and um, it's those skills though have stayed with me. I'm really good at like wrapping Christmas presents and stuff. <laughs> but um, so it was like a Friday night. And I think I was, I've been there like a year or two by then. I was about 15, 16. And uh, I hated working Friday nights because all my mates were playing out. Mm. And uh, I say playing out, they were getting bladdered. It was a lot <laughs> less innocent than I made it sound. And uh, I, I remember the owner of the chippy saying to me like, Josh, you look like you don't want to be here. And I said, <clears throat> I don't. <laughs> and he said, go home there. And I was like, oh, okay, great. So then I was like, went home and I took a pie out the oven. Um, <laughs> like, because I used to get a pie with every shift. That was part of my deal, right? Uh, Holland's pie. And and then a couple of days later, I came in to do my shift and he was like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, working. And he was like, no, you got sacked. <laughs> and, I was, and I was like, when? I didn't even know. And he was like, when I told you to go home, and I was like, oh, I thought, I thought it was like holidays. Do you know what I mean? Like, I thought yeah. he was just giving me a day off. <laughs> and he was like, no, no, he was definitely sacked. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't even know. So the first time I was sacked, I didn't even notice. But that's the thing. That is unclear. I mean, like, as an adult who has work experience, you know that that is not a nice offer. But as yeah. a child who's only ever had one yeah. job, that's no one clear. Yeah, no one tells you that you have to pretend to you want to be there. Like no one mm. do you like when you do a job interview for a shit job for shit money and they're like, why do you want to be here? And then you have you have to fucking think of loads of shit reasons to why you want to do a breakfast service in a hotel at six o'clock in the morning. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, because it's me it's me dream to get up at five and serve a bunch of knobheads. Yeah. Like, I just really like bacon. Yeah, but no one says you have. I actually do love bacon. <laughs> yeah, but no, but, <laughs> but no, no one says you have to pretend you want to be there, and that's you do. That's the main thing about jobs. You have to lie. You have to pretend you want to be there. If you take nothing else from this podcast and the three that's, years I've been doing it, it's that that is the message. That's the advice. Mm-hmm. Lie. Lie. Yeah. Okay, so we've got the chippy. Right, so we've got the chipper. I got sacked from JD. Solid. What, yeah. what there? So I was working at JD in Ancoats. It's been knocked down now. And I yeah. think about that and smile every day. <laughs> uh, so it's been knocked down. And it was, so I was, how old was I? I was, I was like 19. Yeah, I was 19 because, and I know I was 19 because I'd just come out of the closet like, like just. Yeah. Um, and um, I remember, so I was 19 or 20, and I remember um, one of the women who worked there being like, you're gay, are you, are you gay? And it was the first time, like, someone I didn't really know had been like, are you gay? And I've gone, yes, yes. Yeah. And I remembered that moment. Um, but that isn't why I got sacked. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I, um, yeah, we had this manager and people were just getting sacked, like, by the week because she she was on power trip. And then, um, yeah, she, but then I think she ended up getting sacked for being racist. So oh, like, God. it all worked out in the end. She was yeah. really evil and she wouldn't let us like talk to each other. What? So like we'd all be put in our different zones. So mm-hmm. say I would be doing like the women's wear or whatever, or I'd be on like the, the sale rack. Yeah. But like the, obviously the zones like, near each other so 
like sometimes you just you just be talking like yeah. to each other because why not? And she'd come over like, you're not allowed to speak when you're working. You get paid to work, not to chat. And you wasn't allowed to speak. And if you was on the tills, you wasn't allowed to speak to the other person on the tills. Like it was real. She was like on a, she was on imagine. Do you know, like when I think from working loads of minimum wage jobs, I've come up with this theory, right? You have two types of people who get bullied at school. You get the people who thrive and then become a nice person and then don't want to treat people badly because they've been treated bad. Yeah. And and then you get people like what well, I think this woman is, where she got like terrorized in school and then she gets a job with a little bit of power and she's just an absolute tyrant. And yeah. that's what that's what she was. And also I think sometimes people uh you know, like managing JD, which if that's what you know, like a job's a job and if that's what you're doing, fucking great. But, you know, like some people just take that little bit of power and they're just like, this is all I've got. Yeah, they go, they go insane. Yeah. And she used to, she used to check our bags. We had to they had to check our bags um every time we left. Even if we went on a break. Yeah. They'd have they'd have, so they'd check our bags for stealing. <laughs> how, how many people were actually stealing stuff from there? Well, no one was stealing when I was there, but it, maybe that was because they were checking out yeah. ads. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's wild. But, but, but I got sacked because this bloke came in and he like stole a load of stuff. Yeah. And then like ran out and she was like, chase after him. And I was like, <laughs> I, no, no. Are you off your head? No. Yeah. Absolutely not. For like seven pounds an hour, get battered. Nah. So then she was like, how dare she? I remember saying like, how dare you not do that? You should have chased after him when I said, and then I actually didn't get sacked. They did say fuck off and I left. <laughs> Fair enough. I think that yeah. you're in your right, within your eyes. That's why yeah. you hire a security guard. Yeah. I'm not chasing someone down the street. Are you insane? <laughs> you mental. Little, this was 10 years ago. I'm fragile and thin now. Think of me 10 years ago, Catherine. I would have got absolutely battered. <laughs> Teenage boy. Yeah, I would have <laughs> got, got proper just the shit kicked out of me. Yeah, because as soon as you leave that building, in my mind, your responsibility to that building ends. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, as soon as, like, you clock off. I, I'm like that with gigs <laughs> now, though. I'm like, as soon as I'm off stage, I'm done. Yeah, oh, I've honestly, I've done that 15 minutes into a 20-minute set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I've already checked out of the gig six hours from now. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be there in body, but not in soul. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But I think that's a fair reason to leave a job, though. Yeah, I think it was fair. I, I actually I got sacked and I, and I quit a lot of jobs, but it was it was dead easy. I never went more than two weeks out of work until yeah. lockdown. Um, never went more than two weeks out of work because I lied on my CV and my mum was my reference. Uh-huh. Because my mum has a different last name to me and she worked at British Gas. So she had a British Gas email and I told them that I worked at British Gas. Never did. Never, ever did. <laughs> but I um, lied. Yeah. He's found the loophole. <laughs> yeah. Because my mum was a, my mum worked in a call centre. She's like a manager at a call centre. Well, that, yeah. No, that's, that's a good, 
good way to do it. So is that always just your last job on the on the CV? What my Brit- mum's? Yeah, British guy. No, no, I had it as like, oh, I've not worked there for ages because I didn't want to like pass. Because as well, my mum didn't know. Oh Look right. Her, <laughs> so like, um, she did get like any like she knew that I gave them her phone number. Yeah. Um. And but she didn't know that I gave them the British gas thing. It's actually probably quite bad. I don't know if I can say <laughs> for British gas, but she don't work there anymore, so she can't get sacked. And as well, she didn't know she was doing it. I I was doing it on her behalf. But yeah. I had a I got a work email and I put it on my CV, which is <laughs> which is bad, really. Yeah, but you know, it's not like you were going for. Uh, I imagine these were like all sort of sad oh, yeah. jobs. Yeah, they no. were literally, it was all just like, you know, like, God, just like working in bars and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So what was like the worst job that you've had though, that you like hated going to? Oh, God. I am um, a call centre. That wasn't for me. I got sacked from that because I said dog shit on the phone. <laughs> In what context? Because, uh, um, right, so basically it was a call centre. It was like another, it was that one, have you heard of it, where it's like for actors and it's like they can work it around your CV. So I was doing it whilst I was doing comedy. So you can work it around your schedule, I mean. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, so I, I hated it because I was like one of the only comedians surrounded by a lot of actors, which yeah. was ir- irritating. And, um, yes, yeah, so... Uh, everyone had different things. The one I was on was like this charity for wildlife. So people would like phone because they saw an advert and then they try and get some free like bird seed or whatever. And then we try and get them to give money to the charity. Right. But, but I was really bad at doing the sale and I kept getting in trouble for being on the phone for too long <laughs> because you, you you were supposed to like no longer than like 12 minutes or 15 right. minutes and that includes a sale but I was already on my last warning because like a couple of days before I was on the phone for an hour and a half <laughs> did you make a sale or? I, I did make a sale and a new friend and, uh, yeah so there we go but we was just chatting and because I was on the phone and I remember she was telling me that um, because uh, I w- w- was just having a laugh, and um, she told me that um, she had a really bad day, and I like I cheered her up a bit. So then I was like, oh fuck it, I'll just stay on the phone. Who yeah. cares? But I kept getting in trouble because at least like once a day I'd have like an hour phone call <laughs> <laughs> with just like a woman who I get on with, and then I never get. And then like a lot of the times I forget to even ask for the sale. I wasn't a good employee. No, and no. So I, I understand why I was sat. And then, so I was ran. Uh, oh my god! So, so, so I'm just talking too much. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> right. So, I am um, my manager as well because the whole call centers was run by actors. My manager um, was quite famous, like back in the day. She was on Waterloo Road, and she had like a oh. star. She had like a starring role. Like, oh my god. She, so she was like, and she was quite serious because. People would work in the pajamas. Like there was no, you could work. It. People just come in clothes in like shorts and stuff. Like there was no sort of dress code. They tried to make it like cash. Do you know what I mean? Like have fun, whatever. Um, but she would come in like with a lanyard 
don't know why, not needed, but like she took life really seriously. Yeah. And she she hated me because I was just making everybody laugh and ha- I was just having a good time. <laughs> I was just having a good old time and she hated me because um, she wasn't free spirited at all. She was she was a bit of a drill sergeant. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember um, watching um, Michael McIntyre's comedy roadshow used to be on Netflix and I remember watching it and he used to have like celebrity audiences and I know this is dead bad but they had Waterloo Road in the audience and it was her like she was there but it was like this was years before I knew her yeah Um, but I remember watching it after I got sacked and I remember like seeing him be like the cast of Waterloo Road is it and I remember distinctly like laughing to myself because I'm like haha like at that moment on TV you thought you were like going all the way you thought you were like going to Hollywood (laughs) and now you're just getting evils off everyone because you're walking around an office where no one likes you and you're wearing a lanyard for no reason (laughs) and I know it sounds so bad but it just made me feel happy but she did end up sacking me because I said dog shit on the phone but that was because because someone said oh just need to go outside to pick my dog shit up but I'll be back in a second and I said no worries you pick your dog shit up but she she kept listening to my calls Right, because, because someone else grasped me up for um, I think I called someone something like a silly dickhead, <laughs> <laughs> of, but like in a loving way, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, and then got grasped up for that, but she didn't hear it. So then she she started listening to my calls. Like it, in, I'm gonna say every time I've been sacked was well deserved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's yeah. Uh, it's good to have that level of self awareness. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I really deserved it. I wouldn't want to be my manager. I no. would be I would be my manager now because I'm doing a job I enjoy. Yes. Yeah. I, but if it's a job that like if I'm not having like if it's not fun, then I'm like I'm gonna just I'm gonna have a lot of fun on my own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll make it fun. <laughs> yeah. But um but I, I don't know. Some jobs, some bosses really loved me. Like I was whenever I worked in bars. Mm. I was great in bars. I used to, like, I would always make more tips than anyone else. I mm-hmm. would always, like, be dead good. And then I was, like, a bar manager as well. Yeah. And I, w- I was a really good bar manager because people would, like, phone me, like, oh, Josh, I'm hungover. And I'm like, do you know what? I don't need you. It's fine. Like, I'd be dead chill. And then, like, when everyone closed, um, when the bar closed, I just, we'd all just get pissed in the bar. Yeah. How did you maintain authority, though, as a manager? <laughs> No, but like everyone was me, mate. Like no one, like, <laughs> like everything was fine. It was really just casual. All the she- it was like one of the places where like all the chefs got on. Mm-hmm. Everyone was amazing. I just kind of just did, you know, like woo. It was just like, it was just like really fun. And then like a lot of the times we'd just like go out after it. Yeah, there's no yeah. need to. Yeah, like working in bars. If I wasn't doing comedy, I'd still be working in bars because I was like, I actually didn't mind it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just me just chatting shit and yeah it's great and I suppose it's a similar schedule uh yeah. to comedy in it and that it's it's night work yeah um but then you find yourself just existing at night yeah well I always tried to make sure I worked in like restaurants bars and restaurants because then at least you're done by 11 that's true like I never like working after so, like a lot of the times like you get home well after midnight in comedy and that's that's the worst thing about it. I like being home before midnight yes I measure the success of an evening 
by how quickly I get home, which I think is a Michael McIntyre bit. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> and, it's, and it's true, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, because sometimes, it's like last week, I had to go to the, like, all the way to the other end of the country, and then, and then you don't get home till late the day after. And you're like, yeah. oh, I've lost, I've lost a full day. And technically, it's a day off. Like yeah. in my di- in my diary, it's a day off, but it's not because I've been traveling all day. Yeah. What's the wildest uh, journey you've done for comedy? Well, it were, like I would say, it was when I was first starting. It would have been our mega buses. Yeah. I remember, I remember mega busing Manchester to London gigging in London and the next day mega bus in London to Edinburgh. Oh no. And then the day after that, um mega busing back from Edinburgh to Manchester, being at home for like a day and then mega busing again. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as I started comedy, someone told me don't just gig where you live in. To get good, you need to gig all over. So literally as soon as I started, I was just on mega buses all over the place. It was yeah. off, but you can't. I'd, now, now I treat myself to trains, um, and I and I've been treating myself to trains for a couple of years. That I don't know. It, it sounds quite snobby, but I don't know how I would do on a mega bus now. Like I used to be able to sleep on them. Mm. Like so, I would. So, like, if you gig in London and then you need to get back to Manchester, there's a mega bus at like what was it like twenty past twelve or something like that. But it yeah. goes. It goes a bit of a D route and goes past Leeds and stuff. So then you can get five hours, six hours sleep on that. Yeah. And that's Wake how. Up. Nice and clean. Ready yeah. to use your shift and, uh, in the morning. <laughs> yeah. But it's so weird that you would, you would just, you would just do it. Um, and yeah, and then go to work. Oh yeah. God. It's so much harder to be like now I do comedy full time now. And I honestly like, it's so much harder being an open spot than it is a full-time comic and no one ever talks about it but it is well harder yeah absolutely like because you're not getting any money for it but you're still doing the traveling you're still doing the traveling you're not getting any money and then you have to work as well yeah like goodbye like when I when I um went full-time I was like oh my god like I can I can see my friends like yeah. I can, I can see my family. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh my god! But for years, it was like because you're just gigging every day and then working every day. You literally don't see anyone. Yeah, that's it. For five years, I didn't attend a social event. Yeah, really madness. It's wild, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's it's just insane. But yeah. but yeah, I don't. It's like now I'm I've done it. It's like oh, it was worth it because now. Because now I'm at the other side of it. Mm. But I, w- I wouldn't want to do it again. Like that, the effort you have to put in to go full time and then and then working minimum wage jobs and just getting, a lot of the times if you work in the service industry, just getting spoke to like a piece of shit. Whereas the night before you got spoke to like a piece of shit, but you was actually obligated to put them down. Yeah. <laughs> so like I remember serving people and having like heckle comebacks in my head. Yeah. To like <laughs> knobhead customers. And and then you're like, oh god, I have to bite my tongue. Yeah, that was like, hard. That was quite know, hard. Do you yeah, know do you... who you're dealing with? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that was really difficult, I think. Yeah. So, like, when, what was your route into comedy? Like, did, how did you, did you always know that's what you wanted to do? No, I never even watched stand-up. I thought it was, really? stu- yeah, I thought it was stupid. I had no idea why anyone would do that with their life. Yeah. Like, I mean, Fair enough. <laughs> I just was like, that is just a fucking ridiculous. Like, I just thought it was ridiculous. Yeah. But I, so I, I, I um, and which is so weird because now I watch, I watch that more than anything. It's yeah. so weird. But I, um, yeah, I started because I went again doing performing arts and I was at uni and I was surrounded by a lot of people who were doing stand-up but I was doing like sketch stuff so I would dress as a sperm um, <laughs> of course, I, yeah. yeah I would put like pseudocreme on my face and a shower cap and I'd be like I'm a sperm <laughs> I don't know why I did this and then I'd crack an egg on my head yeah um, because that was how the babies are made. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, so it was it was actually quite highbrow, I yeah. would say. Yeah. <laughs> and then a lot of my friends was like, don't do that. <laughs> do this instead. And I, I had a lot of friends telling me to do stand-up and just like stop doing because I was doing a lot of weird shit and it was like, you don't need to, you don't need to do that. Literally just talk, you'll be fine. But then I met a, a professional comic and they said, do it. And I was like, all right, you're you're making money out of it, so I'll give it a go. So yeah, so that's how so that's how it started. What were your first gig? Um my first gig was for Tuesday Toner. Do you remember yeah, yeah. gig for him? Um uh, and it was in Montpellier's in Northern Quarter. <laughs> yeah, quite fancy actually. Uh, and yeah, and then my second gig was Beat the Frog. Oh my god, you're you're a I, I mad know. man. I know, yeah. Second gig was a gong show. Yeah. How did you do? Yeah, I got through. It was so wow. weird. Yeah, I got through. The only me and another person got through. I had three minutes of material <laughs> and then I, and then I went to walk off stage and then Dan Nightingale was like, No, like what <laughs> what are you doing? And I was like, Oh, I'm done. And he was like, No, you've got a you've like you've got like two more minutes, like crack on. So then I just went on and did some crowd work. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> no, I, I think I was like, oh, my God, you've got blue hair. That's mental. And then was just like, it was just a bit insane. And, um, oh, yeah, and do you know what the, oh, God, I remember this now. Do you know what the Frog and Bucket, they yeah. have, um, you can see yourself on a screen. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm on that screen. <laughs> but... I remember it going really well. And then yeah. I was like, I don't know why this has gone well. So then a couple of weeks later, I went, because this, because when we started, you could do the frog and bucket every couple of weeks, but I think there's like a massive waiting list now. Yeah. But, um, so I went back a couple of weeks later um, with jokes of five yeah. minutes. But for the first six months, I did a new five minutes of material every week. Really? I yeah. I didn't keep the same stuff, which what? is weird. Um. Why? Why? <laughs> what, what you, because because I knew that like I was um because so the guy who told me to do stand up ran like a thing at uni and it yeah. wasn't like a full stand up module, it was just like a writing for comedy module, and you could do like a sketch or you could do like a couple of minutes of stand up. So he said, 
like that's how I di- got into it. I was like, oh well, I'll do these two gigs to prepare for that for at uni. Yeah. Um, so my third gig was in a classroom um, for him, <laughs> and that and then that was Matt Matt, and he had to write like a thing, and I remember that my my performance level was marked quite high and my writing level was not <laughs> and then I was like oh to learn how to write I'll just write a new f- five minutes every week yeah and that's that's what I did for the first six months I suppose that makes sense because then eventually you'll end up with enough stuff that you can keep and be like that one works that one didn't yeah and, and now I, and now I'm quite good at just writing I can write jokes now yeah do you know what I mean because you have to learn how to do it you know, you yeah it's weird yeah it's and it's it's difficult that you can't learn how to do it privately no yeah (laughs) unfortunately yeah I did did a half an hour set the other day and the guy the guy booking me was like listen just do what you want so I did like half an hour and like 20 minutes of it was like when I say brand new I mean like (laughs) the oven wasn't even on nothing was in (laughs) Nothing was in the cake mixture at all. It was brand new, and I just like, but you, you've just got to, you've just got to do it. Like, I did, it wasn't even written. I was like, I've, I'm just going to tell these stories, and hopefully, something will happen. Um, but yeah, and that's how I write majority now. Like, oh, I'll I'll come up with some ideas, and then I'll go and write it on stage. And it's so it's so. Sometimes I wish I could like erase the memories. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm the same. I do the same because I think adrenaline makes you fill in the gaps, doesn't it? If yeah, you're like, it, what is the reference I need to put in here? I'll just yeah. leave it and go. And then you'll panic and you'll be like, uh, McVitie's. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. that was it. Yeah. 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 It's, so, it's so weird. <clears throat> yeah, it's weird. It's because you kind of, you write all the stuff, but you kind of, you, you're, but like you're not in control of it. Your brain is just doing it. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Yeah. It fills in the gaps to try and stop you looking like a dick. Yeah. And Which, sometimes yeah. it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. It's good that, that, it's good that your body can do, it's like how your body blinks to clean your eyes. Yeah. Your, your brain thinks for you when you're doing stand up. When you're frightened. Yeah, when you're scared. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, how long into doing comedy was it that you were, like, you know, that you you sort of, like, this is what I want to do? Oh, it was my my first gig. Okay, that was just... Yeah, my my first gig, I was like, I'm going to make this my job. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to... And I gave myself a a goal to make it in two years, which is quite... That's not... (laughs) realistic um but I I did in free oh wow that's great yeah but also I was living in the north and my rent was cheap because I was living with my ex so it was fine and I mega bust everywhere so like yeah technically I was a full-time comedian but I you know I I remember having a hole in my shoe for ages so like who's really winning yeah (laughs) Um, yeah that's because they say I got told it would be about 10 years and that's what I'm willing to invest. Yeah. I think it's different for everyone. Like, it depends, like, what route you want to do. Like, for me, I was like, well, if I can do all the northern clubs, I can make money. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, that's true. But it's not, they're not for everyone. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, how how much, like, it depends. Like, people, if you have, like, it's so much harder when people come from it from a real job. 
Whereas like I started when I was a student and then I graduated and I was working like, like minimum wage. Cause I went full time in like three, nearly four years. Right. Mm -hmm. And the last year was really difficult because it gets to the point where you are just gigging like a full-time comic, but not for the same amount of money. And you you have to work and you're literally traveling. I was doing like five gigs a week minimum, really. Mm. And, th- and then you're traveling all, literally all over the place on the worst like public transport because it's the cheapest and it but it takes the longest and then yeah just the amount of sleeps you have on coaches it's like oh Mm -hmm. god this is awful and then yeah just find it finding that job that is flexible is well hard like so I tried working for Uber Eats because my friend said that was dead flexible and then they ended up cycling on the Mancunian way oh god I've got material about it, so I won't do the material. But like, yeah, I I did end up yes cycling on a dual carriageway, and then I was like, well, I can't do that, so that's not happening anymore. <laughs> so, um, and then um, one of my last proper jobs um, was um, working in a in a hotel. Oh god, it was awful working in a hotel doing the breakfast service. So mm-hmm. I had to get I had to get up at like five but I wasn't getting home from gigs till about one. Oh. So, and then you're just like, oh, this is awful. And then the manager there was awful. Yeah. She just, she just fired people all the time. And she was kind of, yeah, she was really rude. Like my, my friend who I worked with was Italian and she spoke like good English, but this manager would speak to me to tell her when she was stood right next to me, instead of just speaking to her, it was kind what? of, yeah, it was kind of weird. Like she, she didn't like if someone didn't wasn't English, she didn't like properly speak to them. What? It was yeah, it was. She was a bit. She yeah, she was she was a bitch. Actually, she was awful. But no uh, one working in hotels is English. Like everybody. No, I know. No, it's... like it was more. It wasn't. It wasn't like if they're not English. If it was like if their English wasn't like, you know, like the best. Perfect. Yeah, but. But this girl, like, she could speak English. She was great. She was lovely. And, um, but I would, yeah, and I was like, God, this is really fucking weird. And I remember when she left, because we both hated that job together. And do you know when you're in a job, but you're working with someone and you're like, do you know what? We're doing this together. Yeah. So we we always were on the same shift as well. And it was like, oh, fine. And then she got, like, really fed up with it because she got, she got like, fed up of that woman. She was like, she won't yeah. even look look me in the eyes. And it's, it's really, like, rude and disrespectful. Yeah. So then she found a new job. And then I was like, right, well, I'm going to hand my notice in. And do you know when you hand your notice in and you're like, God, I've got to be here for, like, three more weeks. And you're like, yeah. oh, I can't handle it. And then what, one day, because I was like, my boyfriend at the time was like, just quit. Like you don't need, cause it's so scary quitting your last job and going full time. But he was like, you're making enough money. Like just quit. Yeah. Like you'll be fine. And I, I was so scared to do it. Um, but I remember one day I got in I'd, and as well that night I got in at like two o'clock. So I got into work at four and uh. I was like, God, I've had like three hours sleep. And um, basically one of the, people on the night shift like made a bit of a mess like when they was doing like coffees to people's rooms or whatever yeah 
And so I literally walked in. I didn't even like, I, I just took my coat off, walked in and she was, she was there already. And, and I was like, God, she, she only turned up work on a, like an early shift if she really just wanted to be a tyrant. So right. she was there right early and she was like, why is that coffee there? And I was like, I've literally like that, that I've just walked through the door. I'll clean it now. And then she, she was like, get in my office. Yeah. And she was like, why is that there? Why is that there? And I, and then she went, and where is your name badge? And I, and I just, the words just left my mouth. I went, oh, fuck this. <laughs> and, and she went, did you just swear at me? Get out your sack. And I was like, do you not? And then I said, do you not think me saying fuck this is me quitting? And then I went, you're a knobhead. <laughs> and then I left. Oh, it was what a, a beautiful! It was, that was my last, my last moment, and it was great because, like, she really was. I've only worked for two really mean people, and it was her, and then the woman, like years before in JD, mm. and um, and it, it was so good to have that actual moment of being like, "Fuck this!" Like, I don't need this shit. Like, it's so much easier to get spoken to like shit a shit job when you're like 19 but when you when you're like 26 27 you're like do you want to do you want to fuck off yeah who do you think you are yeah and I I I had that moment and and I and I got out and I rang my ex well well, I was to give with him while I did this um and I rang him and I was just like I've quit and he was like good and I told my mum and my mum like every do you you know you need to quit a job when everyone around you's like yes yes and <laughs> good <laughs> and the other people who worked there were like oh my god yeah like I'm so glad you've because because while I was there every server was working their notice so she like like when I left a couple of weeks later like everyone who worked there would have left yeah. So there was like, there was five, oh no, one stayed because she was dating one of the managers and that was why. But like the other servers, every everyone there was working the notice. So, um, so yeah, but it was because of her. Yeah, it's wild though, isn't it? I always think, what must that manager, you know, because that, that person think yeah. of the world around them when everybody keeps quitting because, and it's so clear as day that it's you. And yeah, your yeah, bad yeah. attitude and your rude ways. Yeah. yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was really quite. It was really quite awful. But having that moment of being like, "Oh fuck, fuck," this was honestly. It was. It was amazing, actually. And it I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like smiling while I'm saying it, and I, and I'm not like I don't I don't like kick off. I don't get like I'm not an argumentative person. But like, do you know when you're just working a shit job and then you the worst part of it is just dealing with with that like irritating person who's mean to everyone. Mm-hmm. Literally, literally everyone had handed the notice in. Yeah. Like it was insane. I've never seen anything like it. Um so yeah. And breakfast. Breakfast shifts are hard as Bre- well. Breakfast, yeah, breakfast shifts. Like the actual job was like, you know, it was fine. It did a purpose. I did it because I was never working past one o'clock. So yeah. I could I could get home at one and I could have a nap or two and then I could get on a megabus to wherever I'm going. Yeah. Like, so that was it. But like finding a job 
that works. That's why so many people in comedy are like middle class because the family can fu- like fund them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like do it doing it as a job, and then that like no one speaks about this, but the the first year of being full time is terrifying and and then you gig, you're gigging like six nights a week because you'd like oh my god like I, i'm not gonna pay me rent do you know what i mean like it's it's trot like it's like oh god it's quite traumatizing like yeah. trying to make sure you're making enough money off comedy is like oh yeah it's yeah. weird yeah i remember doing a breakfast shift and falling asleep stood up Oh really? Because Where was you working? Where was you working? It was a real fancy hotel in London, oh. and I just had to stand behind a coffee station for hours, and did it was you, really warm. Did you ever do? Um, do you know what was really good? Um, for like what is great for um people who like just need a bit of extra money. Have you ever worked? I think it was called Rota or something. It was like an app on your phone where it's like silver service. But it was like if a hotel was short of staff, you would go in and do that. But it's like it was so good because I had like so much like I, I was like cocktail trained. Like I had like and I was like proper. I was like I could do like coffees with the fucking shapes in them. Do you know what I mean, yeah. like, when it comes to service, I was like I, I was really good at it and I knew how to do it. But when you work for this rotor, because because you just come and do a shift, one you you get like ten pound an hour, or you get like two pound more than minimum wage. So you earn more than the people who work there anyway. And the people who work there are like, oh right, fine, we've got extra staff, but they just think you're useless. So because they don't know you've got experience, so they're just like, right, just go polish those knives. And you're like, great, I'll just I'll just stand here and polish knives. That's great. I don't have to do no responsibility. That was a great job. Yeah, that's basically what I did for the first three years in London. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I worked for a hospitality agency and it, it really um it toughens you up a bit, doesn't it? And that because it's just you're the always the new person. Yeah, you're the new person. No one really speaks to you. But yeah. like I kind of loved it. I kind of like I think it's perfect for working around comedy because it's like you just want a job that you can literally switch off and like while you switched off you're making money. And it's yeah. like what, just carry a few plates polish a few glasses all right yeah whatever yeah essentially just like a walking table yeah (laughs) yeah but it's like oh I don't have to think yeah but I love it when you do like the big the big fancy meals and you all have to come out in unison and put the plates down like at one and there's like there's like that one person who nods and then like everyone nods and puts the plates down the butterfly service style yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. It's it's so it's so funny. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. It's stupid. Because people don't know you do rehearsals beforehand yeah, as servers to put fucking plates on a table. Yeah. Yeah. You do. You do, get... <laughs> you do run throughs. We like when and it's like a big fancy meal and there's like loads and loads of servers. When it's like a big event, the the servers get there like six hours before it even starts yeah. and then you're just like folding napkin you're literally doing nothing you're yeah. doing nothing like you'll do you'll move a few tables and as well like our all like the stockier boys 
were like, right, go move, pick those tables up. But because like, because I was gay, they just like, I'd just be with the women, just like, <laughs> all, all you're good for is polishing stuff. And I'd be like, oh, me and the girls would be like, great, we don't have to do anything, fuck it. Yeah, I don't give a shit. But yeah, I loved it. Well, I didn't love it, but I mean, it was, it had a purpose. Yeah, I think that the part, the thing that I liked about it was that, you know, where you sort of like um, romanticise suffering a bit. So you're like, you know what, I've worked an 18 hour shift. They've given me one small bottle of water to last all of it. Yeah, and a crappy tuna sandwich. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, it's just awful. And you just like, you know. I'm and suffering I, I, for my art. <laughs> I, I hate, I hate, like, I hate uniforms. I hate, yes. like, I hate, that was one thing I really hated about work was don't tell me what to wear. Mm. Ugh, I hate that. <laughs> which, which also, like, you can't have piercings or tattoos or dye your hair. Mm. And you're like, what? You're paying me £9 an hour. You're not even paying me London living wage. Yeah, like I'll... if I if, if I want to dye my hair green, I'll dye my hair green. Yeah. Don't stop me putting a plate on a table. Yeah. If anything, it's easier to see my hair in the food if it's red. Yeah. yeah. And no one, like, no one even looks at you at those events anyway. Like, you're a ghost anyway. Like, yeah. you, could, you could dye your skin blue. <laughs> yeah. And then come dressed as a Smurf. And no one will even notice you there. No, no one gives a shit. No one can. You don't exist. You're, you're, you're literally, it's really quite humbling. Because <laughs> sometimes, because when it's like big events and it's like, oh, so there'll be like highlight 40 people, 40 like waiters. And then they're like, you, you march to get the plates, don't you, from the kitchen. They like yeah. get put out and then you, you're in like a, like a match and it's like you get them to them to them to and it's like it's you literally just you're just like a pawn on a chessboard you're nothing yeah. we literally got given a number yeah yeah we got numbers yeah and you just have to shout it as you get in the kitchen and then once you're all there you go it's just like just get that's all you have to say is like five yeah and I <laughs> love it when it I would love it when it was like right this they take it down seriously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it's so funny how seriously they take it. Um, but it does work. It works like clockwork, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But like when they're like uh, when they're in the kitchen, it's like right. This table, you all need to listen. We've got one vegetarian and we've got one gluten free. You're getting the vegetarian. Don't forget your left hand is vegetarian. Don't put the vegetarian in your right hand. You're <laughs> gluten free. It's like, okay, get like stop pointing at me for one. Yeah. And yeah. like chill the fuck out. It's fine. And then also, what I think people don't well, people don't realise how much work goes into it because then there'll be like someone there's like a an event where there's 400 people and one of them will have a, a foul seafood allergy yeah uh, and they'll have this one meal that's like been prepared in a vacuum three <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three buildings away that they've brought <laughs> and then this one cunt with like an allergy that'll kill them's going you know actually I don't want to sit at my table I'm gonna sit at another one yeah and you can't find them and then they just shovel whatever into the mouth and the ambulance and arrives yeah. and they're like who <laughs> who did it, this it is so funny like how like 
when it's someone with like a with a food allergy, like how <laughs> like how insane everyone is behind, like oh my god, like <laughs> and it's like guarded, yeah, night with knights. It's like machine guns around this plate. <laughs> Oh, I genuinely did one event where there was a bottle of wine that had a guard because it costs £30,000. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, which is like, I I didn't get paid that in two years. No. Do you know what I used to hate when I used to do those events? Because <laughs> um, I was doing them, like, whilst I was working comedy. Yeah. And then, like, a lot of the times... They'd, they'd have comedians doing it for corporates, wouldn't they? Yeah. So it'd be like, oh, and then you, you're just at the back watching someone get paid like 20 grand. Like, you know, they're <laughs> on like 20 grand for that one gig. And you're just sat there like, oh, God, this is, this is, this is miserable. This <laughs> I've is been so here miserable. 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're always like, do you mind? Stay in seven more hours to help put all the tables away. Yeah, and then you say no, and they get arsy with you and won't give you the key to the staff room to pick up your bag or something. And yeah. you're like, what? Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. It is, my, like, the, those jobs, those jobs are, like, they don't bother to learn your name. Yeah. They literally give you a number. <laughs> yeah. But I do think that they're a really good job to have because it's like, oh, God, who, who really cares? Like, mm. who, like, like, you can just go in, clock off, you get, as long as you're fine with being spoken to like a fucking idiot, then it's fine. But realistically, like, you don't have to do that much. Do you, know, do you know what? I don't know how much I could put up with it now. No. Because <laughs> of, of comedy, it's like, you like, I, yeah, I don't, I think I'd be... Yeah, I think I'd have to tell him to fuck off. I would. <laughs> I just would be like, fuck off. Especially because yeah. it's, it's just the amount you know you're not getting paid. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's like, oh, the money is rubbish. And I hate, like, I hate having to wear, like, all black and, like, school pants. Come on. Yeah. Or oh, do they have that when they give you uh, a uniform to wear? But yeah. not, they just got, like, the generic middle size. Yeah. So you're just wearing a dress that's like too big or too small, and you're like, well, as long as I don't have to bend down at any point this evening, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. Did you enjoy? Would you rather? Because sometimes you split it up. Would you rather do like walking around and um, doing like the drinks and stuff mm-hmm. like before, or would you rather the plate like putting the plates down? I prefer the plates because I find that when you canopying, you they don't look heavy them trays, but after yeah. like three hours, it's yeah. a stress position. Yeah, it's quite it's it's quite it's quite scary as well. Like there's a lot of pressure on me not dropping all these mm. flutes of champagne. So I, I think that's pretty much our time. Uh, it's been lovely speaking to you. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, what have you got anything to plug? Where can people find you? Um, I don't even know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Instagram. Um, mm. Yeah, so I'm on that. Um, I'm on tw- I don't know the name of my hand. If you if, just Google Josh Jones Comedian if you are interested. 